Legal Experts, a podcast series from Radio Verulam in association with Stowe Family Law. In episode 11, Phil Richards talks to Claire McParland about housing requirements in divorce, prenuptial agreements, financial deprivation, wills and mental health issues, inheritance tax, and how to protect your home if you need care. So, great pleasure to uh, welcome Claire Parland again from Stowe Family Law onto the programme as promised. Uh, welcome. Hi there. Good morning. So, let's dive straight in. We've got one extra today. Um, I'm splitting up from my husband and we have three children. Does my husband have an obligation to keep a roof over the children's heads? It does depend on the financial circumstances. I would need further details to be able to assess what obligations the husband might have. Um, Things that we would normally consider are what the capital and income is, uh, what is reasonable for each party to have, uh, financial needs including housing needs and income needs, uh, ages, any disabilities, uh, the standard of living, um, any contributions or any conduct issues. Um, and the the first consideration for the court is the welfare of any children and the needs of those children. Right. So I advise yeah. you know just getting some more you know information together and then seeing a solicitor. Absolutely. Okay. Let's go into the next one. I've been living with my girlfriend for five years, and now she wants me to sign a load of prenuptial uh, paperwork. Uh, what should I do here? What's the advice? Prenuptial agreements can be extremely complicated, so there should definitely be specialist advice before signing any agreements. Um, the girlfriend should provide full financial disclosure and a copy of the agreement to be considered with a solicitor, um, and a will should also be considered, which ties into the prenuptial agreement. Right, and my husband has discovered I'm having an affair and has taken my bank cards from my handbag so I have no access to our money, what should I do? So if the account is in the sole name or joint names of the parties, then there is no right to restrict access. Um, and you could contact the bank to ask for another card and ask them to cancel the existing cards. Um, otherwise, um, an application could be made to the court for the husband to pay maintenance or legal fees, um, but divorce proceedings would have to be issued to do that. Right. Now, my wife has a mental health issue and uh, has written a will. The problem is that I don't think uh, she's in sufficient uh, capacity, as they say, uh, to make a rational decision or decisions. Uh, What's the advice there? Because uh, sometimes this does happen, doesn't it? Mm, Absolutely. I think the golden rule is to see an experienced solicitor and they can then assess the capacity and ensure that a medic acts as a witness if appropriate. Um, there's specific tests around capacity to sign a will, um, and capacity is now very task-specific. Uh, so if the wife didn't pass the test, then um, he could apply for a statutory will to be made by the court, um, which would look at what she would have wanted. Um, but, you know, experience is, is necessary here, so a solicitor that specialises is needed. Right. And now we've got two more. These are slightly related. Um, I am 85 and I've yet to write a will. If I set up a family trust and leave everything to, uh, to that trust, will I be able to basically avoid inheritance tax? So you can. 
can leave up to your nil rate band into a lifetime trust without suffering um, inheritance tax. The current amount is 325000 um, if you want to put more into the trust, um, then they would suffer a tax on the balance at 20%. Um, they'd also need to make sure that none of the allowances have already been used. Um, and if they settled into a trust and then uh, you need to survive for seven years uh, before you can get the, the full nil rate band allowance back again, and you can then settle the same again in, into a new trust, um, a will um, should be made to deal with any assets that aren't part of the trust um, and they should be very careful not to give away any money that they might need in the future, for example, for care. Um, uh, and if um, you give into a trust, you shouldn't benefit from the assets in the trust. Um, if you do, then it's not effective for inheritance tax planning. Again, it's really quite a complicated area and specialist advice should be obtained. Right, and this one sounds very complicated and is the final one. They're my two sons recently sold their jointly owned house. The older son has used the money to purchase a new home for himself and his wife. My younger son has now moved in with me and the agreement we have uh, all made between us is that I will leave my entire house to him in my will. The problem is um, whether this is safe really i think what they're saying um if i had to go into a care home can my house be taken away leaving my younger son without a house and is there a way to protect this agreement i mean you know i think they're thinking perhaps just pass it all over to the son straight away mm. put it into his name doesn't necessarily yeah. work does it well the difficulty is that if you go into care then, then the house could be used to fund the care and you can't simply transfer the house to the son with a view to avoiding the care home fees. Um, so they'd need advice, I think, on setting up some sort of trust on the house owned by the other son um, so that things can, can remain fair. Yeah, I think the idea is that in this case, uh, because they jointly owned the house, therefore the other son won't need to be involved and therefore the younger son um, would actually, uh, quite rightly, get the whole house now, you see. Yes, but the, but it would potentially then be used for care home yeah. fees in the future. That was the worry is that the actually the other son I think could benefit more potentially if yeah. that, if that did kick in. So and the seven years care. thing does that come into this at all? And what sorry? Well, the seven years thing. I mean, is it safe after seven years if it was put into um, the younger son's name straight away? Well, it ties, if a trust is done, then that that kind of right. ties into what I was talking about with the with the previous question. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it just be very careful, I would suggest, and make sure that you speak to a will specialist. So it sounds like, uh, obviously that's the advice, but it sounds like it might be best to do a trust then, that's what we're thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, well thank you very much indeed. Uh, some of the questions very complicated today, mm -hmm. and we need experts. <laughs> absolutely, I think that's the long and short of it. Um, yeah, just be careful because there's a lot of implications there. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the programme today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers now. Take care.